0: I'm Dr. Trish Burgess, director of GHO, and welcome to Let's Go GHO. It is my pleasure today to speak with Dr. Dave Maddy. Dave graduated dental school from the University of Louisville in 1981, and he had a general dental practice for 31 years in Bradenton, Florida. He went on his first medical mission trip in 1997, where he was saved. Because of this life-changing experience, God has given him a passion for leading others on trips Watching as a savior pours grace upon not only those they are medically treating, but also those that God brings along to help. Since then, he has led more than 30 medical teams on trips. In August of 2012, Dave accepted an invitation to become a clinical assistant professor at the University of Louisville School of Dentistry. To help in training the next generation of dental clinicians, he became active in his school's local CMDA chapter and has taken his passion for short-term medical missions by including students. I remember going on a mission trip on the Amazon River with Dave in Peru several years ago, and it was amazing to me to watch his dental students at work. They were taking care of multiple patients, and every day was a different setup with a different village, and it looked like they were using toaster ovens to make teeth for people. But it was really an awesome experience to get to see a bigger dental team and what all they can do on the mission field. So I wanted to bring Dave in and have a conversation with him about his mission work in dentistry. So Dave, you had a lucrative private practice in Florida. You and I had a similar transition about the same time in our lives. Tell us about that and how God redirected you to leave the practice and go into a faculty position.
1: Well, Trish, by this time I had already been in practice for 31 years. I was 56 years old, and uh, let's say that because of that, I had some uh, flexible financing that was part of the decision. But it really started here because of Christian Medical and Dental Association. At that point in my life, there was an opportunity for employment here at the national headquarters, of which I was one of the considerations, and by the grace of God. They picked the right person, Dr. Jeff Amstutz, but what that did was that gave me an opportunity and my wife in our planning and seeking God's will to look at what it is God might else have for us to do. At the same time, my good buddy, Dr. Tim Darty, had already changed from private practice to full-time employment at the University of Louisville School of Dentistry. They had just gone through an expansion, and they needed faculty. And he kept saying, Dave, if it doesn't work out at CMDA, then come back to Louisville, your hometown. Come back and teach. We could use you. Also, for a little background, by this time, I had already directed and led about 20 mission trips with my church and my friends and my family. And every now and then through that process, my daughter would say to me, "Uh, Dad, you really should start training the next generation. So you put all that together and the timing was right. And so the goal was to not only teach at the university, but also lead medical mission trips with students in the opportunity to train the next medical mission field.
0: You lead a dental team with GHO every year with dental students from your University of Louisville. I had an opportunity to go with you on one of those mission trips, and I found it amazing what you're able to do and accomplish in a portable mobile clinic you go way beyond pulling teeth. How did you go about developing this?
1: Well, by the time I had come to the university, as I said, I had over 20 trip experiences that I'd led. And on those trips, we would only extract teeth. But I knew that when students were involved, we would need to expand to more opportunities of services to offer. And so at this point, we do four things. We fill teeth, we remove some teeth. We have teeth cleaned. And our newest thing is, is we are making replacement teeth that we're going to call flippers. They're uh, plastic removable teeth replacement. But it didn't uh, happen without the grace of God. And and very early on, I knew that it was through God's hands because he brought to me uh, several uh, opportunities of relationships that uh, help equip the necessary supplies and equipment to do this. The first one, was from a gentleman named Dr. Ron Lamb. He's a dentist in Oklahoma. He has a nonprofit called World Dental Relief. And what he does is he helps supply dental missions around the world. Well, the good news is he's a graduate of my university. And him and I became friends, and he has a heart for exposing the dental students at University of Louisville to uh, missions and to give them the opportunity to present the gospel. So he was the first major donor. Then since then, I've been blessed and have met uh, several dental supply companies that have helped equip and helped give me things. And so at this point now, I like to say God has a lot of equipment at the uh, University of Louisville in the basement that uh, I oversee, and that one day this equipment will be then transferred on to the next to take this over.
0: Well, I remember those years ago meeting you first time on the mission field in Peru This was after you had already made the decision to go with GHO. So I'm wondering, since I wasn't there at that decision time, how you decided to join with GHO to help facilitate your teams, and how has this benefited your dental ministry?
1: Well, prior to working with GHO, I was on my own and I was uh, responsible for finding all my in-country partners and such. And that always worked well. The Lord always provided. But I knew that when I started to involve myself with a higher responsibility at a university, taking students, that I needed to team up or partner with a well-established program that will assure that all is uh, safe, that all is legal, and all is protective, and that everything that we do will be taken care of. And also, the GHO connection with the the Christ-centered purpose fits uh, appropriately with our Christian medical and dental chapter, and it also goes hand-in-hand with my personal desires and missions to help train the next medical mission field, but then GHO just became a natural.
0: That's wonderful. That's a lot of why I ended up going with GHO as well. It had been recommended to me by partners. So what keeps you going back on mission year after year?
1: Well, that goes back to my first mission trip. I was in 1997. I was 42 years old. And uh, prior to that trip, I would say that I was uh, kind of an agnostic. At times, we would go to church. But I really had no belief, and I had no really thought in my life of of the things of faith. And and that trip was a faith-based trip, and and as a consequence of that trip, by the end of it, I was broken, and and I knew I needed, I knew I needed Him. So uh, through time, and then I finally yielded to His irresistible call into my life, and I fell into His arms, and then the Lord blessed me. He blessed me by not only bringing me to His salvation, but then my wife, then he put our family in a church. We learned what a church family was. And then within a few months, our childrens were enrolled in a Christian education school. And wow, in a five or six-month period, our lives had changed. And so with gratitude and joy, I then told the Lord that I'll continue to go at least yearly for as long as he directs. And uh, so it's my way to uh, thank him and praise Him and and take others so that He has that opportunity to transform lives and other people like He did mine.
0: That's wonderful. We've had that happen multiple times on our teams, and I think a lot of people go on mission trips thinking they are Christians and they really understand it better through their service. So do you have a particular memory or experience that helped you to see God at work in the world through dentistry that you could share with us?
1: Every time I go, there's always some real amazing moment or memory or or our time. And and I have many. I have many stories and I tell stories all the time. But if we're talking specifically about dental stories, then then I can say that uh, when I first started, we would take teeth out and at the end of the procedure people would just kinda want to get away from you. You know, it's not <laughs> fun. It's sometimes it's a little aggressive. It could even be brutal. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like people were too happy at the end of the procedure. And so that went on for Many, many years. So then we started taking students. First thing we added was fillings. And, and every now and then, you would put a nice pretty filling in the front. And there, and there would be gratitude. And, it, it, and people would be thankful. And we did cleanings. And people really don't really thank you a whole lot for that. But then we added on flippers. We call flippers. And so we'll take young people or older people. And they have a couple teeth missing in the front. And we'll make for them within a day teeth replacement. It's a it's, it's removable device, but we make them teeth replacement. And then we see the joy. And of all the things we've ever done, that is always the best area to work in, the best area to see the gratitude and how people come alive with uh, confidence and and smile. And so that's by far been the best memories, I guess you can say, of the things that we can do.
0: I can see how that would be. And it seems to transform them You know, they go from hiding their face or hiding their smile to feeling like they can face the world again. So how do you inspire or motivate your students to join your teams?
1: Well, that's really quite easy. It took me, oh, I was a little slow learner, but it took me four or five years to get this concept. Uh, When I first started inviting people, I was inviting them and waiting for their answer based on what I would say. And if they didn't go, I might have a, oh, I might have a hurt feeling or something. But then the Lord would say, "No, Dave, uh, you ask, I choose, I bring." And so, or me, meaning the Lord brings. Then I would forget that the next year, and I'd start over again. But then, after four or five years, I finally have just completely realized that He chooses those that come on our trips, and that He uses us as His vessels of voice to invite. And so now it's been fun. I like to watch it because there's always obstacles. There's this, there's money, there's time. Uh, Will my wife let me go? Will my husband let me go? All these obstacles we all see. And so now I just uh, enjoy the process and knowing that he will bring who it is that he has chosen. And if they don't go, it's totally fine because he hasn't chosen yet, but he uses us as his voices.
0: That's wonderful to try and keep in mind and remember that, because ministry can get frustrating at times. So if there is a dentist listening to this who has never been on a mission but wants to go, what would you recommend? It can seem overwhelming. How do they even begin?
1: Well, it can be overwhelming, and I started on my own, and I had no help, and I don't suggest that. What I suggest would be find a buddy, either, you know, a girlfriend or a guy friend or find a buddy and, and kind of commit together to go on a team. And if you have a buddy, then it's just uh, – you're it's easier. You're going with someone because first time there's fear and anxiety and you don't know how, what's going to happen or what you're going to see in the dental procedure and all those things that are in your mind. But if you have a buddy with you, you can go through it together. That's the first thing. If you can't find a buddy, then – or also if you do find the buddy – but then join the team. And I would suggest you go to the GHO webpage, there are 30 to 50 trips a year, and about half of them have dental teams already on them. And so by joining an established team that is gonna be safe, and you're gonna know when you get through, the bus is gonna pick you up, all right? You don't wanna be <laughs> somewhere where you don't know what's gonna happen, but with GHO it will. Solid in-country partners and then you'll be with dentists that have been before and so you can walk through that first time Or maybe even a couple of times with someone that has experience And then all those things that you're thinking would be fears or obstacles would be better Resolved with an experienced person. So first try to find a buddy if you find a buddy Or if you don't find a buddy then look at something like GHO and find a team that already has a dentist on it.
0: That's wonderful advice. It can be intimidating. I remember trying to start, too, and and being intimidated by trying to figure out where to go and when to go. Well, Dave, I really appreciate your taking the time to talk with us. Um, I hope that there are dentists encouraged by this and that we'll see more of them over the years joining our teams.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: I really enjoyed learning a lot more about the dental side of our GHO missions. I know a lot more about the medical being a physician, but I don't get a chance to watch them a whole lot at work on the other side of the clinic. So it was great to talk with David. I hope you are as inspired as I was by all the dental work they're doing out in the field. Today's trip to Ecuador this year was canceled because of COVID 19, but it has been rescheduled for September 1st through the 9th. If you want to learn more about that mission or any of our other GHO missions, go to cmda.org/slash GHO. We hope to see you on the mission field where you'll be hearing Let's Go, GHO.
1: This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its
0: members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.